Welcome to the Data Scientist Podcast with Dr. Stylianos Kabakis. Dr. Kabakis is a data scientist, statistician, and blockchain expert with a mission to educate the public about the wonderful capabilities of technologies like AI, data science, and DLTs. These technologies have the potential to transform the world, the economy, and our lives. However, there is too much misinformation around tech, and so most people are just confused about what is true and what is not. Whether you are a CEO, an entrepreneur, or just an enthusiast, the Data Scientist Podcast helps you separate reality from hype. Hi everyone. On this episode, I'm going to discuss the topic of AI adoption. I'm going to talk about a couple of ways which organizations and companies can use in order to adopt AI more easily. And more specifically, I'm going to talk about two areas of machine learning, which I believe can be very easily integrated into existing systems and infrastructures, independent of the industry or the company, and can very quickly add value. One of the challenges behind AI adoption is that there are significant risks, and this makes many companies hesitant to adopt AI. One of the major risks is obviously the risk of hiring. If you hire the wrong person or people, then you, you will have incurred a huge waste in time and money. Another issue is that a company might not be ready for the adoption of AI in terms of the culture. Unless the senior executives buy into AI, but also the middle layers, then it's very unlikely that AI can work well. And this is one of the topics that I've discussed and talked about a lot in my podcast, in my work, also in my book, The Decision Makers Handbook to Data Science. And unless a company has the right culture, then AI might, it's very likely it's going to fail, AI adoption, that is. So that being said, companies might be hesitant to adopt AI, and then this creates a culture of fear and the problem perpetuates itself. Some other risks are obviously the risks of breaking things, right? So if you're a company that has been going on for 20 or 30 years, maybe you're running some legacy systems and rebuilding these systems in a way that they can integrate with AI, whether we're talking about the product or developing some kind of pl other platform internally. And one way or another, there might not be a huge incentive to make these changes because you're afraid you might break things. And this is why if an organization is very defensive around the adoption of AI, it's very important to start with some use cases which are easy to understand, they're easy to implement, and the management, upper management, mid-level management can easily understand and they support, okay? So that's very, very important. That's why, unfortunately, many AI initiatives fail, whether we're talking about products or services, because sometimes service providers or product developers, they pitch ideas to companies which might be a little bit too far out there. Maybe the value is not clear or maybe adopting these technologies would require a significant change in the culture or the infrastructure layer of a company. And that's why I'm going to now talk about two types of technologies which I believe they can very easily add value without much effort. And these two technologies are anomaly detection and unsupervised learning. So anomaly detection refers to a class of methods and algorithms in machine learning, but also in statistics, 
And these methods can be used to identify points which are, in a sense, unusual. These are points which do not seem to follow the regular patterns of behavior. And the thing with anomaly detection is that it can be very useful in contexts like fraud, but can also be used in other domains like manufacturing. You can use anomaly detection to detect whether some machine is not behaving as it should, and then take action against this. Maybe this machine is about to break down. Or similarly, in retail, maybe you want to use anomaly detection to detect spikes in demand or to detect issues with the supply chain. The benefits of anomaly detection is that it doesn't really require that much to integrate with existing systems. In many cases, you can just take data as they are, and it's very easy to just feed them into algorithms. And the thing is that anomaly detection algorithms, they require fine tuning, but they do not require training. So one of the main roadblocks of using AI in many cases is the absence of what we call labeled data. So these are data points which have a target variable. So if we're talking, for example, about images, then labeled data is data that have been labeled as, you know, this is an image of a human, this is an image of an animal, etc. So anomaly detection doesn't require labeled data, which means that it is much easier and faster to roll out than supervised learning. Obviously, supervised learning is still king in terms of the applications of machine learning, but even if it's king, it's not always feasible to use it. That's why anomaly detection can be so, so powerful if we're talking about early AI adoption. On a similar note, the second family of techniques and methods I'd like to discuss is unsupervised learning. Anomaly detection can also be seen as a subset of unsupervised learning, but unsupervised learning also includes the topics and methods like clustering. And clustering is one of the most famous cases and applications of, of data science. So for example, user segmentation is a very famous application or, any, or pretty much any kind of segmentation. And I believe that the combination of a dashboard which can help an organization extract useful insights and the addition of some basic unsupervised learning and clustering on this dashboard can be a very good way to educate the management of the uses of AI and help them better understand how AI can add value in an organization. Again, the benefits of using unsupervised learning is that you don't really require labeled data. You only need data which is structured in one way or another. But in, obviously in some cases, you can also deal with a structured data like text as long as it's digitized. But the important thing, much like anomaly detection, is that you don't really need to spend time labeling cases. So that's very powerful because you can get a useful system and at the same time, you can get the decision makers within a company, they can get used to AI. And this is going to obviously help the gradual adoption and improve the understanding of what AI can do and how it can be used. So if a company is, is quite risk averse in that sense, then I think that using these techniques, these methods can be a very good way to start with AI adoption. So that being said, there are many other ways to, to AI adoption. And in this, on this episode, I'm just referring to two methods which can be used by risk-averse organizations. Obviously, if an organization wants to move faster, then the best option by far is to go for supervised learning. And this is something that I'm also discussing in my book, Decision Maker's Handbook to Data Science, but also my workshops with the Tesseract I run with the Tesseract Academy. 
So if you want to know more about the subject, feel free to send me an email at thedatascientist.com. I'll be more than happy to talk to you about this topic or pretty much anything related to AI and or data science. And also, if you have aspirations of becoming a data scientist yourself, then again, feel free to reach out to me. I'm running a data science school called Datalist. I'll be very happy to have you on board. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you and hope to see you again soon. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit thedatascientist.com for more content about data science, AI, and blockchain.